KRXO FM and KRXO HD Oklahoma City. KRXO Claremore Tulsa, a product of Tyler Media, reaching over 1 million Oklahomans every week. Now, TotallyTickets.com presents the Franchise Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Postgame Show on 1077 The Franchise and 1079 The Franchise Tulsa. the franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa. You are listening to the First Take Thunder post-game show. Brady Trantham here with Madison Morris and Chisholm Holland keeping us alive back in studio, pressing all the buttons. Madison, the Thunder finally, finally beat the Dallas Mavericks this season. The Thunder defeat Dallas 122-102, to and it was just all about the defense and Probably a little bit of fatigue on Dallas's part. Uh, so let's see, 29 turnovers. The Thunder score 36 points off those turnovers. That was pretty much the story of this game because, I mean, Madison, you and I were in Dallas last night. Mm-hmm. It seems like we've seen the Mavericks now. A lot. A, a, a lot. <laughs> and we kind of thought that, okay, we're probably going to see the same type of game, kind of a grind-out game because both teams are going to be tired. But right. the Thunder who have been extremely, extremely good on the second night of back-to-backs, really played well on both sides of the floor tonight. Russell Westbrook has his one of his better games in the last few weeks, even even more so than the Phoenix game where he had 40 points, had his 10th triple-double of the year. Uh, just He was great from the floor. He was shooting, um, shooting-wise, 13 of 24, 32 points, 11 rebounds, 11 assists. That was the difference. Last night we saw Russell Westbrook play one of his worst games of the season. Tonight it was a much different story. Now the thing about Russell Westbrook that I was super impressed with is the fact that he told us in the locker room last night, I know I need to make adjustments. I know I need to make some changes in my game. And not even 24 hours later he comes out and he – Scores 32 points. You know, that's just incredible. That's the kind of player. I was laughing with Brady before the show tonight saying that there's no possible way that Russell Westbrook's going to reevaluate his entire game in less than 24 hours. And that just kind of shows you the kind of player that he is because he did just that and more. Uh, he shot 100% at the free throw line. Uh, he only took one three-pointer, didn't make it. But, you know, that's actually pretty good for Russ. And he really worked the paint tonight. He involved other players. He, you know, he really found a good way to play a lot of unselfish basketball with his guys out there tonight. And that's what he, he said to us last night, that he wanted to change. He wanted to do that. So, you know, good for Russ being able to do something like that so fast. Yeah, he had a, he had the classic Russell Westbrook bounce-back game in terms of he, he reevaluated last night. Um, 0 for 7 from the three-point line, and like you said, Yikes. only took one three-pointer tonight. He missed it, but there were about three or four possessions where Russell had the opportunity to just jack one up, and <laughs> <let's> just, <laughs> memories of last night were probably still flooding yeah. his head, and he just said, no, I'm going to run the offense. Yeah, I'm and not going to do that. It really worked well. Um, and Paul George started the game off extremely well, uh, especially defensively, just like last night, finish, finishes with four steals. Um, it, was, it, was just, it was just a good good example of the thunder playing great basketball even mm-hmm. with you know dallas has kind of had their number the last few times that they've played uh the mavericks winning the first two matchups both in dallas and and as you can tell the mavericks are a much different team on the road than they are at home i think they've only won two or three road games this year um but again kudos to the thunder it was just a great great performance new year's eve night we're ringing in the new year's here at Woo! flint restaurant in oklahoma city so everybody come out have fun uh we were actually all in the middle of eating our food and having some drinks, having some fun here at Flint. So shout out to you guys, uh, to Flint Restaurant for taking good care of us. But uh, Madison, it's <laughs> it was another it was another great performance. But the third quarter, just mm-hmm. like last night, 
the only difference between last night and tonight was the Thunder actually could put the ball in the basket. Tonight, they uh, dropped 32 points in the third, but so does Dallas. Mm -hmm. Dallas kind of made it interesting um, in the third quarter. Harrison Barnes, in particular, was just scorching from the three-point line. I think the Mavericks hit eight or nine three-pointers in the quarter to to make things a little bit nervous, but ultimately the Thunder defense prevailed, and Russell Westbrook and company just kept hitting shots, and were able to keep the Mavericks at arm's length. Yeah, and Dallas kind of did that last night, too. They were able to come out of halftime and just have a spectacular quarter. And, you know, Luca really got things firing from uh, the paint. He was hitting some threes coming out of halftime. He was just being a better player than he was in the first half all around. And, you know, this team, we were saying this last night, Dallas is a lot better than they have been in the past. Um, I know that Dirk doesn't play as much as he used to, but he did sit out tonight, so I think that may have hurt Dallas just a little bit. Um, you know, Dallas just, they didn't really look like they came to play tonight. Had a bunch of lousy shots in the first half. They, uh, turned the ball over a lot. There were a lot of fouls in the first half, too. There were so many. We were talking about that, too. There was a lot of fouling. I think just a lot of. There were 59 fouls. Basketball, you want to call it? 59 fouls in this game. (laughs) Scott Foster wanted to make the game about himself tonight. Yeah. Everybody wanted to, came to see on New Year's Eve in Oklahoma City. They wanted to come see Scott Foster call fouls. Yeah. It was. About the slowest first half I've ever witnessed, it was, I thought, I mean, John Hamm, our own John Hamm said it best, what's going to come first, 2019 or the end of this Thunder Mavericks game? (laughs) (laughs) So shout out John Hamm, always doing his thing on Twitter, making everybody laugh. He always makes me laugh. Madison, uh, let's go ahead and go do that that, uh, player of the game. Player of the game. Now, the franchise Thunder player of the game, brought to you by Volkswagen of Edmond. Whew. This is going to be really hard because I don't. Is a tough this one. is so tough because everybody. It's Russell. Oh, that, well, that was fast. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> Russell. I mean, Chisholm, you can get on this if you want to as well. I'm assuming you watched the game. I did. Well, that's good because that's your job. <laughs> well, I was also watching the Northwestern game, uh, so uh, I, I had eyes in different places at the same time. But yeah, uh, no, definitely was paying attention. So tell tell me about the Northwestern game really quick then. Uh, Northwestern was down twenty to three, scored twenty eight points in the third quarter off five turnovers from the quarterback from uh, Utah, and uh, swung the game over to their favor. Well, good for them. How, how good how good of a recap was that in about fifteen <laughs> seconds? I mean, I, I can visualize the entire game now. You, Thank you. I don't even need you to watch it. You have the ability to describe games like a poet. So good job for you. Thank you. Who's your Chisholm? Tell me who's your player of the game tonight. Uh, Abdul Nader, he's my player of the game for the rest of the year. He did hit a three. <laughs> he, uh, he it was a threes. sweet step back three. And then on the last possession of the game, I know you guys are shuffling over to the tie line. The very last possession of the game, he threw a behind-the-back pass to Nerlens Noel for a free-throw oh. line jumper. It was disgusting. So Abdul Nader's my player of the game for the rest of the year. Nice. Yeah, um, I guess Abdul Nader trying to show Luka Doncic that he's not the only guy that can do a step back three. Love that. But yeah, I mean, Madison, I you mean, know, agree, I, disagree, uh, Russell Westbrook, or... So I do agree with that, uh, just because what we saw last night was a complete 180 of what we saw tonight with Russell. But, you know, I also want to kind of shout out to Paul George, because the first time I have ever seen him be super hard on himself after a loss was last night in the locker room. And he just was very open about how upset he was in his own performance, how upset he was that he let Dallas just kind of dominate him and take over him. He finished with, like... 36 points last night, but still that just wasn't good enough for Paul because they didn't come out with the win. And you could kind of see it in his performance tonight. He was determined to win. He was clapping. He was kind of getting the crowd involved. You don't really see Paul be that animated, 
But, you know, Paul tonight finished with 22. He was 7 of 21 inside the paint, 2 of 6 from downtown. Uh, you know, Paul just, he really did come to play tonight. He didn't put on quite the performance he did last night, but the team came out with a win. So in his eyes, that's going to be a win for him as well. Yeah, I mean, everybody was kind of angry last night. We, t- we had the chance to talk to Paul and Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, of course, was he, he was pretty candid. He, he yeah. knew he played terribly last night. And he made sure to let the Mavericks know that it wasn't going to be tonight. I mean, it seemed like every after about the third or fourth shot that he hit tonight, he would always look immediately at the Mavs, the Mavs bench and just say, "Not tonight, not tonight." <laughs> and it was kind, it was kind of cool because the Mavericks initially, they just dared Russell Westbrook to hit shots. They were sagging off of him when he'd have the ball in his hand and daring him to uh, mm-hmm. go ahead and shoot. And I mean, that's the right defensive mentality that you should have when guarding Russell Westbrook in 2018 in the last month and a half because. Everybody knows that's watched this team. He has struggled with his shot, and it just wasn't one of those nights for him. And Rick Carlisle even called it last night. He said he thought that the Mavericks were a little bit fortunate catching um, Westbrook on a bad shooting night. Right. And I think his exact words were, I'm not looking forward to facing him tomorrow night. And, yeah, just like we said earlier, 13 of 24, uh, 6 for 6 from the foul line, and just looked completely in control. And before we came here, he had hit like four bank shots. It was just, it just looked like a classic. Oh my gross. gosh. Yeah. I got to talk about these bank shots for a second Please because do. I'm a huge, fa- okay, I might be in the minority saying this, but I'm a huge fan of using the backboard in the NBA. I don't see anything wrong with using the backboard. No, it doesn't look as cool, but the shots go in and that's what's going to get you a win. Russell Westbrook started using that backboard tonight when we were sitting there. He shot four bank shots. Those nice little mid-range shots use the backboard every single time, same place on the floor, and all four went in. And I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm not saying that I'm like a super voodoo in basketball and like I know all things good about shooting, but I'm going to go ahead and say the backboard is pretty clutch. We That's have, just me. No, no, no. You can use your witchcraft. I don't care. Okay. Just, cool. just keep doing it. <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, just a spectacular, spectacular night for Russell Westbrook. And it's, it's, it's the bounce back game that Thunder fans have been waiting for. I mean, because I, again, I know Russell dropped 40 the other night in Phoenix, but that is the worst team in the NBA. And. Yes, it still counts, and it was good to see considering how much Russell Westbrook has struggled, but I think everybody was waiting to see, okay, is that going to carry over into that game last night against mm-hmm. Dallas? And it certainly it did, did not. not. But, again, this team, like like we said earlier, has been amazing on the second night of the back-to-back, and I think they've had six or seven of these so far, and they've only lost one of them, and it was the Minnesota game a week and a right. half ago. Um, it's just been it's been a really cool, just, uh, just a co- completely – different different team than last year yeah. just a better better mental toughness the ability to actually put what they say to uh, to the media in the locker room after a bad loss they put it into practice and it's just been really cool to see uh, this team just the development but yeah, yeah for Ru- sure for sure russell westbrook the uh, the easy player player of the game and before we get to break let's go ahead and get the kick-ass possession out of the way And I guess this I guess this might be kind of boring because the kick-ass possession and the hoodat dunk that I think actually happened in the first quarter. It happened fairly fast. Mm-hmm. So it, it happened really early, and I think the reason why I'm, I'm going to call this is just because I think that this set up Russell Westbrook to have a good night. Yeah. Um, early in the first quarter, I think Paul George hit, tries to hit a jumper at the free throw line, misses it. Adams gets the offensive rebound. Immediately looks for Russell Westbrook cutting from the corner down the baseline. Bounce, a classic Adams bounce pass to Russell. 
sets him up for the slam dunk, and that just I think that just opened the floodgates for Russell to just to right. understand, okay, last night's over. Just move, move on, move on try, yeah. try, try and make things happen, whether you're manufacturing buckets at the rim. It's going to fall for you because you are mm -hmm. Russell Westbrook. You're one of the best players, not just in the league, but in the world. And, I, again, I think that that just kind of set up the, um, set up the evening, and it really um, – I mean, it's, it's just cool to see Adams just use his vision mm -hmm. and show off that skill set that not a lot of people really know about Adams. He's a great passer. He has right. great vision. And it was just a – I thought it was important for tonight. No, for sure. Do I get one, too? No. Yes. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Ouch. Okay, so uh, my kick-ass possession of the game is actually going to involve Russell, Stephen, and Paul. Um, Russell had this opportunity. This was in the first quarter. And he kind of had like a breakaway. He was able to go and just do that thing, what he always does. He always drives straight to the basket. And I kind of thought it was funny because he had a wide-open layup attempt, and he didn't take it. And everyone was kind of like, what the heck? But uh, he actually bounced past it over to Steven, who really wasn't ready for it. But this kind of ties into what you were just saying. Um, he looks for Steven. Steven doesn't really understand, like, why he's passing it to him. But Steven is able to pass it out to Paul, and Paul's able to nail a three. And I think it was his first three of the night after he had already missed a couple. So it just kind of brought a lot of energy to the crowd at that point. And uh, I think that really just set the Thunder up to just go wild and get some crazy good shots. And they did. Madison, you're always correct. Also, by the way, shout out to the uh, dude with the long hair and the MTV shirt that's like no, saying hi to us. What is going on? He's having a really good time. He is you know? very much so. Everybody here is having a good time. Yep, everybody's having a good time. Yeah, that's Flint. what you get when you come to Flint. You yeah, have a the, good time. The Thunder win. It's so cold outside. But uh, yeah, let us go ahead and take our first break. When we get back, we're going to go through some more segments. We're going to take you around the association to see what else is going on. But yes, you're listening to 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 Tulsa. This is the Thunder First Take Post Game Show. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show presented by TotallyTickets.com on 107.7 The Franchise and 107.9 The Franchise Tulsa. And we're back. 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa. I'm sitting right across from Miss Madison Morris. I am Brady Trantham, Chisholm Holland back in studio. Back at headquarters, we are now live at Flint Restaurant in Oklahoma City following the Thunder's 122-102 victory over the much-hated Dallas Mavericks. The, the Thunder, the Thunder <laughs> with the defense tonight, they force a franchise record 29 turnovers, score 36 points off of those turnovers. Just incredible defense. I mean, here, I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll be fair. It was half incredible defense and half Dallas was tired. They're, yeah. They were probably more exhausted than we were, Madison. <laughs> I mean, they uh, <clears throat> they did do a lot, you know, the night before. We did a lot, too, but I don't think we moved and grooved as much yeah, as they, they did. Yeah, played, they played basketball. They played some basketball. But, but we, we... We typed and we, walked. Yeah, we typed and held and camera phones. drove. Yeah, and we drove at night into... Oklahoma, which is extremely dark, you know. After there's, there's no there's no highway lights until you get to Norman, so yeah. uh, it's it's always fun. But so basically, we did the same. Enough about us. Let's talk about that. Their NBA Association scoreboard. Let's go around the association for a franchise NBA scoreboard update. Brought to you by Family Leisure off Northwest Expressway and by SunTech. Short night in the NBA tonight. Not a whole lot of games going on. Nah, Just a handful. Yeah. Everybody's trying to party tonight. Well, I don't blame them. 
Uh, all right, uh, let's start off with the games that are finished, that are concluded. The Atlanta Hawks travel to Indiana. Atlanta 108, Indiana 116. Atlanta now 25 and 12 on the year. Miles Turner kind of forming back into his old self, 20 and 8 with four assists in the victory. Orlando yeah. Magic go on the road to the Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte gets the victory 125-100 over Orlando, which, you know, Brady, you and I know, that's a huge win because Orlando just destroyed <laughs> the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, so I mean, Orlando has to be good. The surging Orlando Magic. Well, surging. Trying to get the, trying to get in the playoffs at 16 and 20 right now. Uh, that surging <laughs> might be strong. Uh, it, they're 6 and 9 on the road. It could be worse. That's true. Uh, speaking of worse, uh, <laughs> the Phoenix Suns are at home against the uh, Golden State Warriors. Phoenix, oh. 89, Golden State, 111. That's a barn burner. It's real hey, close. This, hey, if this was golf, they'd be, they'd be kicking tail right now. Yeah. Well, don't worry. <laughs> Golden State scored 111 points. The game's almost over. Oh, no, eight. The fourth quarter just started. Uh, so uh, there'll be a few more points in that ball game. Another one that has finished, the Memphis Grizzlies go on the road to the Houston Rockets. Houston gets the victory 113-101 at home. James Harden, his tear continues, 43 points, 10 rebounds, 13 assists in the victory. Hey, he's pretty good. He's all right. Uh, the Boston Celtics go on the road to the San Antonio Spurs, and uh, the Spurs get the victory. This is actually shocking. In the pregame show, I read this score, and the Boston Celtics were up 18 in the third quarter, but the Spurs pulled it out 121-11 in large part to LaMarcus Aldridge, who had nine rebounds, 32 points, and five assists. Jalen Brown, uh, for the Celtics, who had been struggling all season with his shot, had 30 in the uh, in the loss. And the, the final game of the night, Minnesota Timberwolves go to the New Orleans Pelicans, both teams needing a win. New Orleans gets the win on their home floor, though, behind Julius Randle's 33-11 Carl Anthony Towns, 28-17 in the loss. The uh, Timberwolves are now 17-20 on the year, which is mediocre. They're 5-14 on the road. That is horrible. Yeah, with one of those wins coming against who? I can't I can't remember. Seems like they won a game on the road. Uh, they, I think recently. they beat Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Is that what you're hinting yes. at, Phoenix? Oh, yeah. Oh, Did yeah. I catch it? The That's Phoenix, it. those Phoenix, those darn Phoenix, Phoenix Suns. <laughs> There's your NBA oh, scoreboard man. update. Yeah, what a boring night. What a boring night. It's New Year's Eve. It's supposed to be fun. Madison, are you having fun? I have fun. I mean, I you, am you having have fun. You have fun. Yes, I am having okay, fun. Okay, okay, okay. We've was... had fun. We're having fun. We will have fun. Yeah. Yes. Austin is raising the roof yes. right now. Shout out Austin Brissett, who helped set up everything, because that's a very highly sophisticated piece of equipment right there that I, I would probably break. I, I would, you know. It would, it would end what it would end poorly <laughs> if I had to do all this. But shout out to you, Mr. Austin Brissett. Thank you so much. Once again, the Thunder defeat the Dallas Mavericks 122 to 102. It was just like we said. It was it started with defense and it was finished with their energy. And Madison, I believe, a few weeks ago, you asked Paul George about their ability to bounce back on the second night of back to backs. That's always something mm -hmm. that you hear players talk about about how. In, going into this season, players have always wanted to cut down on the amounts of back-to-backs or, yeah. or the four ga the four games and five nights or whatever, just that amount of scheduling. But this year, the Thunder have been – they've been the aggressor on the second night of back-to-backs. Even, even after some games where – like that Minnesota game that they lost, their only loss on the second night of a back-to-back, -back, they didn't lose it because they were tired. They didn't lose it because they lacked energy. 
they lost it because Minnesota was unconscious from the three-point line and because of maybe some shoddy officiating towards the end, but still they didn't make enough plays to win. But it was not for lack of effort on the energy end, but right. just, just kind of speak to what you've been that we've been able to see from this team on the second night of back-to-backs with their energy. Well, honestly, what Paul was saying uh, when he was asked about that, he was just saying that this team takes a lot of pride in coming out of a like on the second night of a back-to-back and really exerting a lot of energy on the floor. And that's really what they did. And kind of what Brady was saying, they started a lot with defense. They were able to hold Dallas to single digits for over half of the first quarter. Dallas didn't break eight points until I think a little – I think there was like a little under five minutes remaining in the first quarter. So that was big for the Thunder. And, uh, you know, the Thunder really just came out tonight and they put a lot of, I don't want to say vengeance, but I think they were all pretty peeved about that loss last night because they don't think that they played their best and they know they're capable of more. So guys like Paul George, you could see it in his performance tonight. Obviously, Russell Westbrook did a 180. You know, it was just a complete different team than it was last night. And Brady and I were there to see the Thunder play in person. And it just didn't look like they were all there. I don't want to say mentally, but I don't think they came prepared well enough for that Dallas game last night. So when they came home tonight, they had vengeance. They had fire under their feet. They wanted to win this game. and They weren't going to let Dallas take it away from them on New Year's Eve. Yeah, like, look, I don't want to make excuses for this team because they they played to, played to a level this year that they – they look like a team that could contend. I don't know what for, but certainly they, they look steps above the team that we saw last year. But talking to some uh, staffers with the team, this last few weeks of, um, of the schedule has been really brutal, not just for been the players, rough. but for just for the entire franchise. Um, I believe they haven't even been in Oklahoma City longer than 36 hours in the last three or four weeks. And, you know, you have Christmas kind of sandwiched in between that. You have a few back-to-backs. You have a f- and I think most of these back-to-backs have been – you play on the road, then you come right back to Oklahoma right. City for one. So it's just been kind of a not not terrible like Utah's beginning of the year. That's terrible. That's schedule. terrible. Scheduling. Yeah. It's just been kind of it's been a hard. They've been hard pressed to find their footing and to be able to rest and relax and build up to a game like this. But it's just incredible how this team has been able to live by that mantra of right. we're going to be the most athletic team. We're going to be the longest team we're not going to lose a game because we lack effort. And it's just been a breath of fresh air considering what we saw last year. And, um, again, it's – Dallas is – they are a bad team on the road. Yeah. Dallas is a team that the Thunder should – I don't want to say be ashamed that they've lost to twice. The first game, of course, they didn't have Russell Westbrook, who was dealing with the ankle injury. And e- even though the Mavericks went on a 22-0 run in the second quarter – the Thunder still got things a little close. I think they got it down to eight in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and the Mavericks eventually took control won, and won that game. Last night, it was kind of a shame. We, like you said, we were there. Paul George seemed to look like that he was going to just take the Thunder home to a victory, had the Thunder's final 13 points. And the Thunder had a six-point lead with under two minutes left, and they just some bad fouls, uh, missed shots, some poor passing and turnovers mm-hmm. just led to a, thun- a disappointing Thunder loss. But they turned it right around, like you said, and played incredible defense, and it led to incredible offense on the fast break. Uh, the Thunder had 26 points on the fast break tonight, 56 points in the paint to the uh, Mavericks 28. Just incredible play overall. But um, this is going to this is actually going to lead into the next segment. Who that dunked at? Are you going to say it with the voice? No, I was actually going to say that you should do it. You should Ooh, do the voice. <laughs> who that dunked at? You've made off. You just sound like my grandma who's really excited when she realized she has ice cream in the freezer. Oh, there you go. I got ice cream in the freezer. <laughs> grandma? 
Grandma Madison. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it's past my bedtime anyway, so. <laughs> past your bedtime, we've got an hour, and I don't do math, but we've got about two hours left until 2019. Oh, Not, No, no, come on, Brady. You actually have 55, 54 minutes left because minutes. New York City drops the ball at 11. We don't oh, care that's about true. New York. Well, okay. Well, so you got to watch that on TV. You can we, celebrate whatever you want, but you got to watch that on TV at 11. We care about our listeners from New York City. That's that's, that's what we care that's about. That's true. That was a good save. Also, really quick before we get into this, shout out to all of our OKC82 podcast listeners because like, whenever Madison and I do the uh, post-game show on the franchise, this doubles at the OKC82 podcast. So everybody, if you're not aware, any anywhere you can listen to a podcast, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, whatever, type in OKC82 podcast. Madison and I break down every Thunder game. You can home hear or away. angelic voices yeah, all the time. We're usually much less enthusiastic because we're not eating great food and enjoying good company. Um, we're usually in a dark arena. <laughs> <laughs> really, really tired. This... This is a lot more fun. But let's get to who that dunked at. So this also, like I said, happened early in the first quarter. It sounds like we lost Brady in Madison. Uh, obviously, the who that dunked that is very, very important. So I'll go ahead and tell you, Jeremy Grant had a dunk in the fourth quarter. I don't think that's where Brady was going, but it looked like he was going to tear the rim off single-handedly. So I'm going to go ahead and say that... Uh, Jeremy Grant gets the who that dunked out of the game. But uh, don't worry. Stick around. We'll get reconnected with Brady and Madison on the other side here. We'll finish up the show. We'll make sure that we hit the play of the game. Uh, and as well as uh, a few other things like the stack yet. So stick around. And uh, Brady and Madison will be back around the corner. This is uh, the first take postgame show on 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder Postgame Show, presented by TotallyTickets.com on 107.7 The Franchise and 107.9 The Franchise Tulsa. Ooh, kudos to Chisholm Holland for picking up our fumble. I, I, think, <laughs> I think that long-haired guy probably tripped a wire. <laughs> he probably pa- did. Apologies, for, apologies to everybody listening. 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa. You're listening to the Thunder First Take Post Game Show. Brady Trantham alongside Miss Madison Morris with Chisholm Holland, like I said, back in studio. We are live from Flint Restaurant in Oklahoma City following the Thunder's 122-102 victory over the Dallas Mavericks. The restaurant is filling up, everybody, so if you're hungry, please please come out here oh, while, while, there, yeah, while there are tables available. Plenty of bar space, great atmosphere, great food, great drinks, just so much fun. And, uh, I, I, you know, this is a good place to spend the new year. Uh, Madison, we actually have about, oh, we already did the math in the last segment. but I, I uh, Too I, much I, math. I, I can't do that much <laughs> math in one night. Just under, just under two hours until uh, New Year's 2019. Um, any, what, I, I need to know, what are your New Year's resolutions? Ah, uh, resolutions. Okay, so I actually stopped making resolutions a couple years ago just because I never really followed them. Um, I kind of, <laughs> it was, my New Year's resolutions were always like, uh, stop eating chocolate, uh, go work out more, blah, so vanilla and boring. But, you know, if I had to make a couple of resolutions, I would, uh, 
Uh, actually, you just put me on the spot. I have no idea. So I'm just going <laughs> to take it as the day comes. So, uh, yeah, those are my New Year's resolutions. I'm going to take the day as it comes. You're going to compete at a high level. Gonna You're going to take it day. one day at, to- at a time, just like Russell Westbrook. Yeah, and I'm going to enjoy the moment, yeah. just like Paul George. <laughs> yeah, um, Chisholm, I'll ask you this. Ab- Abdul Nader is two for three from the three-point line. Better than prime well, Michael Jordan. I'm sorry, be- what? Perhaps, perhaps. Sorry, that, what? That, that is up for debate. It wasn't the same performance that we saw in Phoenix where he dropped 18 points. Hit a, um, I mean, even tonight he was 4 of 6, finished with 10 points, so not bad. But is tonight worthy of a Nader siren? Uh, first off, it's always worthy of a Nader siren. <laughs> I know I'm not on Twitch, but I'm hand-cranking the siren right now. <laughs> it's actually kind of a cool siren. Yeah, Abdul Nader is incredible. Uh, and by incredible, I mean he's my favorite player to watch in garbage time. Ah. <laughs> no, um, it's, yeah, I mean, that is, it's certainly something that the Thunder have been waiting for. Um, Madison and I, we go, to, we go to our fair share of practices, and we always have the same thing to say about Abdul Nader. Has probably the best, even better than Alex Sabrinas, he has the best-looking shot on the team and just consistently drains every single three. Now, any NBA player with nobody defending them and no, and there's not 10,000 people watching them, anybody can look like a great shooter. Right. But you can always you can always separate those that are not good shooters in a game but can shoot well in practice and those that can shoot well in practice that can also translate to shooting well in games. Mm-hmm. Abdul Nader is certainly one of those. Um, didn't have the didn't have the best performance last night. He did hit a 3 last night against the Mavericks tonight. A little bit better, but still not he only played about not even 13 minutes uh, of play. Didn't really play that much um, when it mattered, I hate to say. Um, the Thunder perpetually held a 20-point lead, even though the, the Mavericks made it close in the third quarter when they were just scorching hot from three. But, uh, Madison, how important do you feel, with considering how poorly of a shooting team the Thunder are from the three-point line, from the three-throw line? I mean, every shooting statistic you look at the thunder mm-hmm. near the bottom how important is abdul nader to this team moving forward right now he's very important and i actually really like that billy donovan threw him in the starting lineup last night for terrence ferguson uh the only issue i have with abdul nader right now is uh tonight for instance he picked up three fouls in under three minutes of playing so there's just there's a lot of energy in his playing style which is great but it, it needs it needs to be a little bit smarter at the same time you know what i mean yeah. it's just like you need to be able to control your like I don't know just control yourself on the defensive end definitely make the shots that your team needs and he does that he's a great shooter and Brady's completely right when we go to practice and we watch them shoot Abdul Nader is always with like Alex Sabrinas Jeremy Grant uh, Andre Robertson when he's out there shooting and uh, who drains about every three that he throws up to yeah, so it's, it's pretty it's pretty phenomenal to see but honestly Abdul Nader he does carry over what he shows in practice and he carries it over to the court and he's able to show that when he gets the chance to play so the only thing he needs to clean up is kind of his foul trouble because he was a little bit in foul trouble last night too and that's why he didn't play as much even though he was in the starting lineup but you know if he's able to clean that stuff up he's going to be so important for the thunder on offense and that's what they need right now yeah and he's only a second year player he spent most of his time in boston last year with their g league team so this is you know Quite honestly, it's it's probably his most consistent play in the NBA against NBA talent um, in his sh- uh, small NBA career. But you're going to see that a lot from young right. players. I mean, Terrence Ferguson, it seemed like 
I mean, last year when he got a lot of burn, it he always struggled with fouls. Mm-hmm. Even going back a few years, a few years ago when Demontis Sabonis was a rookie with this team, foul um, trouble you, all the time. You would be hard pressed to find a time. You'd be hard pressed to find a time when he didn't um, get pulled until about two or three minutes um, into the first mm-hmm. quarter because of foul trouble. But right. that's just something that they're going to have to deal with. But you know that that. A player like Abdul Nader that far down in your rotation, mm-hmm. if he's able to develop the confidence to knock down those corner threes that he's going to be set up for a lot of times, it's only going to do well for this team because, um, I mean, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because we are getting into January, which is going to get us closer to the trade deadline, mm-hmm. and every single Thunder fan is going to be wondering if Sam Presti's going to be on the phone trying to make a trade. Of course, if there's a trade there, he will make it. If not... I don't really know if you want to do that much with this team, with right. their chemistry. I mean, this team enjoys playing with each other. This team plays very well with each other. And mm-hmm. despite all their flaws that we've talked about, they've won a plethora of games, and they've done it with their identity of defense leading mm-hmm. to easy buckets, manufacturing points. And if you can add a guy like Abdul Nader to your rotation to knock down two or three three-pointers a game, it's only going to do uh, wonders for your team. No, and I'm excited to see how he's going to perform going forward with the Thunder because the more playing time he's getting, you see the confidence kind of come out of him. At first when he was uh, with the Thunder at the beginning of the season, he was being brought in maybe the last two, one minute of game. And he just, you know, he didn't really perform that well, but I, I think it's just because what I was saying, he doesn't get the chance to. And the more that Billy Donovan trusts him and throws him out there, kind of to the wolves, he's going to perform the way that the Thunder fans are wanting to see him. And he's going to really contribute to what his teammates need right now. And it is offense. I mean, tonight offense was definitely rocking for the Thunder. They were able to knock down a lot of good shots that they usually haven't been able to knock down, especially last night. So, you know, it was just, it was a good turnaround for this team. And I think Abdul Nader really contributed to that, even you know, with just his 10 points tonight. That was awesome. With that, let us go into our final segment, Stat Cat. Watch you, push a cat. Nobody's allergic to cats, right? Actually, I am, yes. Madison. I am allergic to cats. Madison. And I have cats. What if your future husband loves cats? What if he's a cat guy? What are you uh, gonna, that's what? totally fine. I'm just going to have to keep my inhaler around me all the time. <laughs> but I already do that anyway, so it's fine. Well, that's cool. Here's your stat of the night. The Thunder are undefeated when Dante Grantham is active. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Shout out, shout out to Dante <laughs> Grantham. Uh, was activated last week uh, by the Thunder. The Thunder Wave, Tyler Davis, their two-way player, their two-way center with the blue, and uh, upgrade Dante Grantham to the two-way contract. And I'm just excited because I I can't wait for a garbage time situation where Grantham is out there, hits a shot, and then I hear the PA say, Grantham, because it's going to sound like, it kind of sounds like my my last name, so it's going to make me feel like, oh, I I finally made it to the NBA. Lord help us all. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So uh, there's my stack hat. Madison, anything interesting that stands out for you? Uh, I mean, I really think a lot of the game tonight had to do with some of the turnovers, and Dallas did turn the ball over. We, uh, we kind of did talk about this at the beginning of the show, but Dallas turned the ball over 29 times. Oklahoma City only turned it over 10. Uh, that was actually pretty big because Oklahoma City's really been struggling with turning the ball over the past couple of weeks. Uh, definitely don't want to name drop anybody, Russell Westbrook, but he did <laughs> turn the ball over. He has, or sorry, he has been turning the ball over a lot, and it's actually really hurt the Thunder. But tonight, um, 
gosh, what did he, how many did he turn over, or if any? Oh, he turned the ball over five times. So, you know, it was half of the Thunder's turnovers came from Russell Westbrook, but, you know, that's something that he's just going to have to work on, and he did say last night he's high, great in other areas. He's high usage. I yeah. mean, five turnovers is ho-hum. Yeah, that's so, just, I mean, it's that's, not that's the a, end of that's the a world. Tu- that's a Tuesday for the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's a Tuesday. <laughs> so, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad, but, you know, Shout out to Oklahoma City for really being able to control the ball tonight a lot better than they have in the past. They played a lot more solid, if you may, and it just looks like a lot of good, careful basketball, and I think that really helped them out more than people can say, you know? Yeah. They really did. Chisholm, I'm going to let you, uh, do you have any stat cat stats, special things you want to mention as well? Oh, man, do I have any stats that I want to mention? Uh, the Thunder only had 10 turnovers. I don't know if that's been mentioned. That's pretty good. Pretty good for a team that commits, what, 16, 17 turnovers a game? Yeah. They average 18 and a half, if I remember correctly. That's just off the top of my dome. Again, uh, the second night of a back-to-back. Yeah, 10 turnovers. Uh, they forced 26. I don't know if that ratio is any good for you, but that's a pretty good stat for me. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Yes. 107.7 The Franchise, 179 Tulsa. This is the Thunder First Take postgame show. We are live from Flint Restaurant in Oklahoma City, enjoying a good time. Everybody's coming in. It's so cold outside. Um, Before we get out of here, I'm going to give Madison the floor here. Um, Her alma mater. Oh, man. The Oklahoma State Cowboys defeated the... Missouri. The turncoat quitting Missouri Tigers who fled to the SEC because they just couldn't handle getting beat by Oklahoma and all those Big 12 championships. So, Madison, shout out to you. I, I know your sister was there. Um, she was. Doing her thing on the sideline. Is she cheer or palm? She is on the palm squad. She's on the oh, palm squad. Chism. There we go. You're too good to me. Oh, man. I'm over here waving my wheat, so it's awesome. <laughs> so, okay, real quick, I was really pumped about this game today, and I did tell Brady kind of when we were eating media dinner, whatever, I'm just kind of over this right now, but <laughs> um, I am pretty proud of my Cowboys right now, and that is because my freshman year we faced Missouri in the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. Oh, that fumble at the end of the game. And yeah. we lost big time. So Well, not big time, but it was definitely a loss, and in my eyes, that's big time. So <laughs> I was just really, really excited to see that, you know, my sister was able to have the experience facing Missouri, and they were actually able to pull away with a win today. So shout out to my Cowboys. Spent five years there. Love my state. It's great. Yeah. At least at least one school won their bowl game. <laughs> oh, and Brady's crying now. Well, okay, no more tears. <laughs> Once again, the Thunder defeat the Dallas Mavericks 122-102. to 102. You've been listening to the Thunder First Take postgame show live from Flint Restaurant. Shout out to Chisholm Holland for picking up our fumble earlier. Thank you, Chisholm. Uh, Madison Morris, thank you so much. Awesome Brissett, shout out to you for setting us up. Shout out to Flint Restaurant. Um, everybody, please have a happy, healthy, and safe New Year's Eve. Just please remember... Call Uber, call taxis, just do something. It's <laughs> leaving your car in a parking lot is much cheaper than the alternative. Just be safe, make smart decisions. Uh, once again, the Thunder defeat Dallas, 122-102. This is 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa. Happy New Year, everybody.